Hello, everybody. Well, we had an election, and I thought I would throw in a bonus episode. It is the day after the election, and there certainly is a lot to talk about. So let's get right to it. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Run's House. Come on, let's get it started. So what time did you stay up till last night? Were you convinced that you were going to get the answer that you wanted? Did you say, you know what? I'm going to keep going. I am not going to bed because I am determined to hear that Joe Biden won this thing. Well, it took me probably until I think it was about 1.06 a.m. I did have to get up and go to work. So I said, yeah, you know what? It appears as if I'm not going to know anything right now. So let me go to bed. I'm hoping that my nightly, sorry, I don't mean to give too much information, but I always have to get up in the middle of the night and use the bathroom every night. And that is extremely irritating. However, I knew it was going to happen. So I said, all right, when I get up and use the bathroom, let me check the phone, see if there's any breaking news. And there really wasn't anything huge, um, nothing that I didn't expect and knew that everything was going to roll into Wednesday. So I am recording this on Wednesday night at 8.35 p.m. And we do know a lot of things now that we did not know necessarily last night. In fact, there was a time where myself and I'm sure a lot of you out there felt that Donald Trump was going to win this election again, which made you sick to your stomach. And quite frankly, I have to be honest that even with Joe Biden winning this election and not winning it in the way that I had really hoped, and not, again, it wasn't just for Joe Biden. I really do like Joe Biden. I think he's a good leader. I think he speaks well to the American people. I think he's going to speak well with people in Congress, even Republicans that know Joe Biden for a long, long time. And Joe Biden has a good way of bringing down your defenses. And I think because he has those past relationships, that's going to work. But what I was trying to say was, is the fact that Joe Biden did not win this in a landslide way that I thought he was going to win. And when I say it still winds up that he he may win in a, a big electoral college way, but I am just very disappointed and saddened by the fact that A, we didn't know who won last night because Joe Biden did not win in that landslide that we thought of. I really did think he was going to take Florida. I thought he was going to take Ohio. I thought he was really had a chance of taking Texas. So I really thought this was going to be one of the biggest repudiations on a president in the history of our country. And it turns out that people in this country still are madly in love with Donald Trump and Trumpism. And that scares the hell out of me. Now, of course, a lot of these people get this idea of Trumpism because they're lazy politically. They don't do their research. They don't understand what's being told to them. You know, there's a um, something a little sketchy, too. Down in South Florida, Hillary Clinton won Miami-Dade by like 200,000 votes. 
in 2016. Miami-Dade is the biggest county in Florida. And this time around, Joe Biden still won Miami-Dade, but nowhere near the same amount of votes as Hillary Clinton did in 2016, which is a little bit sketchy, to be honest with you. This is where, in the same area where there was news stories of um, mail ballots just sitting around in a mailroom. Now, listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not trying to let, well, you know what? If I back, let me back it up because it does sound like I am trying to spew out some conspiracy, but I'm just saying it's a little sketchy that there was a 200,000 vote swing in Miami-Dade County. And and reason why I bring this up is because I was saying earlier, a lot of people just don't do their research. They don't look at facts, or even if they do, they believe the other side that is disputing these facts. And one of the things that bothers me is they said there's a big Cuban population down in Miami, and a lot of Cubans did not vote for Joe Biden because they're scared of socialism, because they came from socialist countries, and they don't want to have socialism in this country. They didn't like the fact that they came from a country that had a dictator, yet they went ahead and voted for a wannabe dictator, but they didn't see that. All they saw and all they heard was Joe Biden socialist, which, as we all know, Joe Biden's about as far from a socialist as we could possibly imagine. And quite frankly, Bernie Sanders, AOC, they're not true socialists. They're not Venezuelan and Cuban socialists. They're democratic socialists, which is a completely different ballgame. But again, I don't want to get too wrapped up in that. What I do want to get back to is that I am heartbroken and I am saddened by the amount of people who vote for Donald Trump. And it is not because of any particular policy. It's not because they see him as somebody who's smart and bright. They do look at him as an unbelievable leader. He's done everything he said he was going to do, which he didn't. But he says he did everything. And they go, yeah, Mr. Trump, he told me. He did everything he set out to do. And he did it. So now I'm going to go around to work and I'm going to go around to parties and I'm going to go around to my family members and tell them that Donald Trump's awesome because he told me so. And so did Fox News and so did conservative radio. They tell me how awesome he is. Yeah, but how about those same people were saying what an idiot he was before he won the presidency? What about that? Well, They changed their minds and they found out that Mr. Trump is the great leader that he said he was and they came on board or they never said it or whatever the the line is. So I'm just really disheartened that I live in a country that accepts Trumpism. And if you think even though, and I'm going to get into this in a minute, even though it is incredibly likely at this point that Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States and Listen, if you're listening to this and you're like, but the courts and that, don't worry about that. We'll talk about that in a minute too. But the fact that there's that many people that love Donald Trump, Trumpism is going to be around even if Donald Trump isn't for a very, very long time. And, you know, the other thing we talked about this on our last show, I brought up how our friend Frosty Knowledge always brings this up, how important the Senate is. And it was 
extremely disheartening how much the Democrats did not take advantage and take over the Senate. I mean, some of these Senate races that I looked at, I was like, well, gosh, I mean, it's almost certain they're going to take over the Senate. It's just a matter of which ones are going to get booted out, which ones will be able to stay. The fact that Susan Collins and Lindsey Graham won, and they won in pretty convincing fashion, is just extremely, extremely irritating. And in the House, too, it was supposed to be a domination in the House. And even though that Democrats did hold on to House seats, they lost a lot. And so this big blue wave we were expecting, this big blowout on Tuesday night that we were expecting with Joe Biden did not happen. And that is somewhat of a repudiation on the Democratic Party. But this is not a podcast to get everybody down. This is a podcast to bring everybody up. So now let's talk about the positive stuff. The positive stuff is Joe Biden will be the 46th president of the United States. All he has to do at this point is win Arizona and Nevada. And at the recording of this podcast, I'm guessing that he has not done either. I'm hoping by the time that you guys listened that these two states have come in in his favor. But um, first of all, somebody's got to explain something. Arizona had 80% of their votes in last night, and now they're like at 82%, unless I saw this wrong. What is taking Arizona so long? And what's taking Nevada so long? How is it that Florida and Texas got in all their votes and we knew a winner in Florida and Texas either last night or early in the morning when it came to Texas? And why is it that all the states that have issues or delays in their voting count all happen to be swing states. Why couldn't this be South Dakota and North Dakota and Idaho, who we didn't even care? Just why is it the ones, why are they torturing us and making us extend this? Even though everything looks good, you're still just waiting for that ticker in Nevada or Arizona to start creeping Trump's way. And again, it's one of those things because we have PTSD from 2016. We all feel it. We're all waiting for everything to go backwards at any particular time now. But I'll tell you, this time I feel really, really confident. And there is one indication as to why I feel very confident. So I'm somewhat of a gambling man. I like to bet on the sports games, the football games, baseball, basketball. I love Vegas. I love, and by the way, speaking of Vegas, they are, uh, it's ironic for me because I'm such a huge Las Vegas fan that it could come down to Nevada that puts us over the top, but I'm a big fan of gambling and I like gambling on the sports games. So there are websites that you can go to to see the live betting odds on the election. Now, let me explain for anybody that is not as familiar with gambling. So one thing I can tell you right off the bat, if there is anybody who does not have a dog in the fight, in other words, they don't have a bias one way or the other, it is Vegas and other gambling outlets. They have one dog in the fight and the only dog they have is named Money. That's all they care about is money Money, 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 money. They don't care. They might have personal uh, feelings about who the president is, but when it comes to setting betting lines, there's only one thing they care about is money. So 
This is going to be a, maybe a little bit difficult to follow, but try to follow me best you can. So the way they do the betting odds here is you can bet one or the other. So an, a very easy one, you can bet Joe Biden to win or you can bet Donald Trump to win. Right now, the live betting odds have Joe Biden at minus 1,000 to win. So let me explain what that means. In other words, you have to bet $1,000 on Joe Biden just to win $100. That's how big of a favorite he is right now. So if it's the other way around, right now Donald Trump is plus 550 to win, which means all you have to do is bet $100 and you win 550 if he wins. That's they're basically saying, you know, it should be an easy $100 for us to win. You know, people might take the chance that they can win this 5 to 1 bet and we'll just collect their $100 or if somebody usually on those high um totals like a minus a thousand if you have somebody that has a lot of money you might have somebody that would bet a hundred thousand dollars because it's such a sure thing just to win the ten thousand dollars that it would pay out so there's a lot of people in las vegas who do that they'll bet on huge huge favorites just to win the small amount and the reason why they do it is is because it's almost there's almost no way this person or this team is going to lose when they are that heavy of a favorite. So with that being said, not only is Joe Biden minus 1000 when it comes to the overall race, they also break it down to the state races. And right now in the live betting, they have Arizona at minus 775 they have Georgia as a minus 160 for Donald Trump. So again, that means you have to bet $160 to win 100 and plus 120 for Joe Biden. For Pennsylvania, they have Joe Biden as minus 450, which is still a pretty big favorite to win Pennsylvania. Minus 450, which means you have to bet $450 to win just $100. In Nevada, he's minus 650. And in North Carolina, uh, Donald Trump's a heavy favorite there at minus 650. So, again, I look at this because Vegas is very serious when they put these odds on there, and they don't do it just on a whim. Vegas, they research everything before they put money lines on there. So that makes me feel really good that we could pull this out. So, you know, hopefully... We should have an answer. Again, I said this earlier. As you're listening to this podcast, I really already hope that we have a winner in Joe Biden. But at this particular point, things look extremely good that Joe Biden will be our next president. Now, of course, what happens next? What happens that which is already happening? Donald Trump filing filing lawsuits in Michigan, in Pennsylvania, in Wisconsin. This guy's such a clown. So I, t- I said earlier, let's talk about the lawsuits. And people are like, you know what's going to happen? He's going to file these lawsuits. It's going to the Supreme Court and Donald Trump's going to win the presidency. I'm just here to tell you that's not going to happen because really at the end of the day, Donald Trump has zero case here. He has zero case. See, the difference in court and the difference on Twitter is you actually have to prove without a shadow of a doubt your case. You have to prove that 
ballots were being tampered with in particular states or that ballots were being thrown away or burned or whatever the case he's trying to make. And the fact that he's trying to do it in different states that he is either losing or feels like he's going to lose should tell you everything. I mean, he's as desperate as they come right now. It's sad and it's pathetic, but it's hilarious too. And you know what? If anybody deserves to lose anything at this point in life, it's Donald Trump because he has failed forward and won for so long by doing the wrong thing. You know, I was talking to somebody earlier today and we were talking about, you know, I'm not, I, I hear this all the time and it kind of irritates me a little bit when people, I, I hate, I might offend some people here when I say this, but people are always like, what do I tell my children? What do I tell my children about this? And what do I tell my, and I'm just kind of like, right, just sit your child down and tell them the truth. That's basically what you need to do. But I will say this go around and this time around, what do you tell your kids about this president and the things that he says and how he says it and how he acts. I mean, it is just, it's beyond comprehension. And we've seen four years of it. And still the things he says and does is just mind blowing. But I'm really hoping at this point, we have a few more months of uh, of him left that Joe Biden by sometime on Thursday in the afternoon, it will be official and he will be our 46th president. It is what we have been waiting for, what we've been fighting for. Were the results exactly how we wanted? No, but I did see somebody post something today on Twitter and they said it perfectly. If you win the Super Bowl by one point, you still win the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, I was hoping there was some breaking news. I have my boy Brad uh, looking out at the news and text me if anything breaking happens and nothing is broken since the uh, end of this podcast. So, but I did want to do a quick, nice bonus episode for everybody that does listen to the show. And like I said, hopefully we have a winner here very shortly and we can celebrate the fact that we got rid of Donald Trump. Now, I will also say that after Joe Biden takes office, there is still a fight ahead of us. Joe Biden, make no mistake about it, is going to have a very tough time if the Democrats do not control the Senate. So, you know, again, at, we will be relieved that Joe Biden won, but the stress level is still going to be pretty high over the next four years, but it's not going to come anywhere close of the stress level had Donald Trump won this again. So let's all celebrate once they make this official. And I have no reason to believe that it won't be official soon. We will all celebrate together. We'll all go into 2021 and turn this shit around from this awful year that we all just had to live. And we can smile and breathe easy for a little while and all just enjoy each other. You know, I, I think about it the other day. I was talking about, you know, the Trump supporters and how are we going to handle them in the future? Because they're not going away. But I think I'll talk about that on the next show. Exactly. How are we going to handle Trump supporters? I don't want to get over the top cocky. I just want to back put on the brakes a little bit until I see that this is official. I just got some breaking news on my phone. I don't know if it's true yet. I haven't seen it myself, but I just got a text that Nevada was called for Joe Biden from the Associated Press. So that pretty much should put them over the top. 
and uh, if that is in fact true. So uh, I, I don't know that for a fact, but that's what I just saw. But anyway, we will talk again soon, and I thank you guys for listening to this podcast. You can reach me and ask any questions uh, at my email at – why am I having such a hard time saying this? Runs House Podcast at Gmail. Dot com. You can reach me on Twitter or follow me at brun13. Of course, please subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you can. You can follow me on Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere where you can find podcasts. Once again, guys... I do appreciate you listening, and we shall talk to each other again very soon. 